Well, hello and welcome to the Stuff We Learn Today podcast. My name is Matt Ramirez, and in a moment I'll be joined by my co-host, Christy Rhodes. Our topic for discussion today is the U.S. Census. And Christy has researched the topic and had some great information to share. What I wanted to point out uh, before we start the episode, however, is that both Christy and I spent the time recording this episode just before the country shut down as a result of COVID-19. And, and frankly, I've been trying to find the, uh, the time to edit the podcast and uh, publish it. But frankly, uh, between work and having my kids at home, there's just not a whole lot of time. So it took me a little bit to, to put aside some time and finish this up. But frankly, I'm not complaining. I'm lucky enough to have uh, a job right now. And I'm, I'm frankly, I'm lucky enough to have two kids that are almost able to, to self-regulate themselves and uh, get their schoolwork done. So with that, uh, and to anyone who might be listening to this podcast, I hope for a little while at least, maybe you can focus on something else and just uh, enjoy learning something new with us. Thanks very much and enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome again to our podcast, uh, Stuff We Learned Today. I'm Matt Ramirez and I'm joined again. I'm thrilled to be joined again with uh, by Christy Rhodes. Um, hey, Christy. Hey, Matt. How are you? Long time no talk. It has been a while, and I uh, I'm going to put you on the spot because we haven't done one of these a while in a while, and it's um, it's a little bit your fault. But <laughs> I'll take it for for really good reasons. I I know um, something has happened to you uh, in in the past few months that that I was excited to hear about, and maybe you could share a little bit about receiving tenure. <gasps> That's what you're talking about. I, Matt, yeah, you were thinking about it, weren't you? <laughs> I was thinking, did I get a new dog? Did I? Valentine's. Yeah, big what was it? I know. And, and it's so funny because the process, is, this is why I didn't really remember it because the process is a little bit delayed. So <laughs> you get your first answer, then your second answer, and it keeps going up this incredible chain. And um, But as of April, which is next month, right? I will get the official ones. So thank you for remembering that big big sigh of relief in yeah. in our house for sure well can i ask you and i'm only asking uh of course i know this uh <laughs> but uh for everyone else who is not in academia and frankly myself included uh what does it mean to be tenured you know so i didn't know it either until i actually <laughs> was like two years into the process so even when you're on the outside looking in you hear oh these tenured professors and and it you know, on the good side, it helps um, it, it helps preserve academic integrity so that no matter what I research or what I think or what I say is I'm protected. And that is true. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's great. That's, uh, that's the basis of it. The other part is if you are in a tenure track position and you are not offered tenure, you effectively lose that position. You have a year to find another job so so wow. you're out yeah so i learned that like one or two years into the process and <laughs> okay wake up call yeah so so that's for me that was the big sigh of relief i i don't really think i work on anything that controversial so um, yeah but yeah just knowing and and it, it does feel like a, a bit of a commitment from the university like they said i like you you know that official word so right Thanks for asking about that, but yeah, yeah, big big news in my house. What about you? What's up with you guys? 
Um, not much. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, spring in Florida, so it's allergy season. So if I sound a little congested, that's the reason why. Um, but other than that, yeah, not too much exciting going on for us. Um, we're right in the midst of, of the track season with my son and my daughter has been performing quite a bit with her school orchestra. So, you know, just the reality of trying to be in two places at once is always a challenge. And then, of course, I've got a day job and, and trying to, to be a good husband. I don't know how anyone is able to manage all those things. Um, it, it, it can be challenging. Put a big exclamation point on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Challenging. So, <laughs> so have the recent events affected you? Um, and I say recent events, knowing that some people are going to listen to this a little bit later on, but yeah. the, um, with COVID-19 and ha have you had to rearrange any of your work and your home and how yeah. does that happen? How's that going? Well, that's a that's a, a really interesting question. Is uh, is how is COVID affecting us? And you know, here we are to to give folks perspective. We're recording this on the thirteenth of March, so Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. So if you're listening to this in the future, um, <laughs> it could either have gotten better or worse. Uh, let's hope for the best. Um, but uh, you know, the the reality is um, to to. Just talk broadly. Uh, it, it, this this is going to have a ripple effect for businesses in financial markets for potentially the next quarter, the next two quarters. And when you think of work and pipeline um, that that uh, companies are trying to to you know get through, um, maybe the entire year uh, at this point is going to be challenging to say the least. So um, yes, so that's a very broad answer uh to to a very simple question but uh hopefully you know getting a handle on it and folks uh isolating themselves will will slow it down and, and then we can get back to business as usual same same here i have to say um i i my heart is going out to to to, to a lot of people but yeah. to those faculty so i know at, at uh in, in north carolina where i am throughout the system Faculty now are being asked to convert to um, online classes right. in a week. Now I teach online, but I, but I remember that moment of going through full-time teaching face to face, and then all of a sudden accepting a, a position where I was online, you know, teaching online. Wow, that's a steep learning curve. That um, so so I almost want to give a shout out to people and say, don't overcomplicate it. Use all of the wonderful tools and just get through it. Um, right. I, I happen to love teaching online, but, but you know, the, the, the pressure of having to do it in a week. Um, and remember, I guess, remember our, our students too, because they're feeling that same pressure. Right. So yeah, that's, um, that's about it for me on that very. Well, and, and interesting that you say that because now potentially, you know, in, in a case of some of these folks that are having to now teach online and, and I'm sure, uh, potentially like me, they've got young kids at home that, that may be, um, or even older kids that might now be taking their classwork online. So everyone's going to be working from home. Um, wow. uh, yeah, I can't imagine, and, uh, you know, I've got a five person household and, and, uh, I'll, I'll be working from home for part of week, uh, the week next week. And, um, yeah, I might be sitting on the front porch quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> just to get out of the house. So we'll see. 
Well, strangely, though, if you don't mind, there was something else that I wanted to chat with you about today, kind of a, a big event that yeah. officially is in its full run as of yesterday. So that? Um, that is, and, and I get to use a word that I just, it's like a, one of my favorite words because it's, it's kind of fun to say, the decennial, that's my favorite word. Decennial, yes. Decennial census. Um, have you have you noticed have things popped up on your social media feeds on I've even seen th some commercials on TV. Have you has, it, has that has that been crossing your feed lately? You know, that's it's interesting you say that because I was aware of it um, up until. Well, until, you know, just the, the news uh, uh, recently has been uh, taken over by by the virus, but it was there and now it's gone. Um, Right. Yeah. So it, it. But so yes, I am broadly aware of it. But but you're uh, you're right to ask because I hadn't thought about it in a while. You're actually like probably the vast majority of Americans right now. Yeah. We sort of um, take it for granted. It happens, and it's it's one of the um, crucial events that happens every ten years. Can I say the word again? Decennially. No. Decennially. An adverb. Decennially. Wow. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things that I think we um, almost take for granted and and underestimate the the challenge of it all. And there are, there are a few extra challenges for this census. So would you mind, Matt? Matt, you're such a good sport. Would you mind if I gave you a little pop quiz? Yes. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I hope. Everyone else plays along with us out in okay. radio land. I'm going to ask you some true false questions first. Okay. okay. Do not Google the answers. <laughs> okay. I can see you in person. To see. So, <laughs> so Matt, true or false? All about census 2020, by the way. The yep. official census day is also April Fool's Day. Oh, um, false. Oh, true. It's April 1st. Okay. So, and, and why that number is important. So, it is actually not one day hit or miss and that's it. But April 1st is the day that is, is specified as where are you? So, all of the questions about the census and um, they all relate to where are you? Where will you be on April 1st? It's April kind 1st. of the, the border. Yeah. Okay. So, it's April 1st, April Fool's Day. Um, I just always thought that was kind of funny. Um, no, okay. I, I'm gonna ask. It, I'm gonna. I'm gonna counter that. It, is April first? What day is in April? Is April first this year? I think it's a Friday. Yeah. Is it? Let me check. Let know. me check. If it fell on a different day, would it matter if it's a weekend? Am I? Should I? Am I going That's off? That's a good uh, question. Am no. I going on script? Shoot. <laughs> April first is a Wednesday this year, and I don't think so. I think. Um, I. I. I think that's just like the anchor. That is used okay. and it's decided gotcha. April 1st is the anchor because a lot of activities will have already started by then. So okay. people, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but oh. mailers will go out. Um, actually, they started going out yesterday and there will be enumerators coming around to, to talk to people who um, for some reason haven't responded yet. So yeah, April 1st is just all of the questions you answer or relate to where, how many people in your house on this day, April 1st. Got it. Okay. okay. Fair Are you enough. ready for the next one? I am. Okay. So true or false? Everyone, everyone, that's uh -huh. bold, everyone residing in the U.S. is counted in the census. True or false? Residing. Yes. True. I'm sorry. 
Very good. Now you picked up on the important word. So what that means truly is everyone. There's this is nothing to do with legal status, um, nothing to do with age. Uh, it, 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 can, can I tell you something I found out? So <laughs> I have joined the complete counts committee in my county, in Pitt County down here in North Carolina. It, 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 just some fascinating info that comes out. So there are groups that are considered to be, uh, they are always undercounted and they're considered to be hard to count groups for various reasons. Interestingly, children under five are very often undercounted. Mm -hmm. And they think that that's because families think of school, right? Okay. But um, when, when people are asked how many people live in your household, um, it's, re it's incredibly important to get those kids under five because a lot of the resources that are going to be allotted for schools and, and to serve those kids as they enter school, that's, that's planning on that 10 year frame, right? So even if you have a baby, please put, count that little baby. Um, it, it, legal status, you know, residency status does not matter. It's everyone. And, and I think it's important to, to remember it's because this, this census affects um, our funding, our program planning. It's, it's the basis of so many things. Private corporations use this for, for their planning. So it really is about what services everyone needs. So, and, and everyone, again, put bold on that one, I guess. So, so, okay. yeah, so everyone, everyone, everyone. Um, are you ready for the next one? I am. Okay, true or false? You can also register to vote when answering the census. I'm going to say false. Oh, you're good. You're good. Can, so I'm going to put you on the spot, Matt. Why, <laughs> why on earth would that be so false? Why do right. you think? Um, I'm guessing because um, the census is, a, is, is based, uh, is a uh, U.S. government-based activity, and usually voting takes place in a, in a area a district um and, and it's more state it's a, it's a function of a state or a district or a county you're good thank you for letting me put you on the spot is that wrong <laughs> very right okay um, so i'm going to say it just a, in a little more uh, in a little simpler fashion and it is not the census is not a political activity um mm. it's a it's a an activity that the federal government is mandated to do um, in the Constitution, but it is not, there is no political affiliation associated with it whatsoever. There have been, if you peek into the news, there have been a few cases where some super PACs have been trying to use um, the word census in some of their marketing. So they've quickly gotten in trouble for that. But yeah, definitely. So if someone is asked about their political affiliation, you know, if someone comes to their door and asks them and is really pretending to be from the census, they are, they are just throw them out. Yeah. <laughs> they are not involved in the census. Um, okay. True or false? It is illegal not to fill in the census, not to complete the census. True or false? Oh, so it's a negative. So not doing it no, is illegal. Um, I'm going to say true. So not doing it is true. Yes. Very true. <laughs> not just little true. Very true. Yeah, it actually is. Uh, I'm, I mean, there are not cases where people are prosecuted for this. Anyway, but it is. It is our um, uh, 
it is our responsibility and it is actually um, our legal responsibility to accurately fill in the census. Um, and, and you know, what's what's kind of interesting there, there, if you go on, there's a great census.gov has a, a phenomenal website and just with tons of information, tons of misconceptions and people, you know, misgivings or, or should I answer the door and kind of the, it outlines the whole process for people. Um, and uh, where was I going with this, Matt? <laughs> that uh, um, you were going to circle back around to Illegal. beware of people who are doing things wrong. Yeah, there, um, it, so, the, <laughs> I hope we'll be editing that one. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> that was too good. <laughs> I have tenure now. What can tenure. I yeah, um, but there are, um, it's the census taker. So can I, can I really quick tell you a little bit about the process? It's like kind of. Please, yeah. So, cause again, I didn't know this and this is probably why I'm so, um, amazed at, at the complexity of the process. So this year there is something a little different. The majority, so the, the, the Census Bureau really wants us to fill, want, really strongly encourages us to fill in the information online. So they're offering it oh. um, in digital formats um, in, in ways that they did not in 2010. So we can fill it out on our phones, on our laptops. Um, it should be um, it is it is going to be highly accessible to those of us with that capability. Um, but but the process is first you're going to get a mailer. So you're going to get like a postcard or a mailer saying the census is coming. If you want to go online, here is your and there's kind of like a, a connection or, or a, a I don't want to say a password. Mm -hmm. It will give you a key, right, that you would use. If you use that key, if you use the, the key that's on the mailer, things run much more smoothly for the data folks on the other okay. end. <laughs> if you don't, if, if the mailer goes, you know, gets misplaced or you don't fill it out, the reminders will come in eventually. They could come in face-to-face -face, um, uh, visits from, from census workers. Um, they will not come into your house. You know, so it's... It, it, that's where there is a little bit of worry that, that folks are, are not going to respond to them, particularly now with some health concerns. Yeah. So, so I would suggest to anyone, go on census.gov, check out what they're doing, what they're going to do, check out the ID and the information and the questions that, that you will be asked on the census, just to make sure that it's not, you know, that, that there's not some kind of scam going on. Right from a non-census um, worker, which brings me to my last question for you. Which, by the way, is a very clever way of, there's a double meaning there. <gasps> what did I miss? Non-census, non as in. Non-census, do you like that? I, I like liked that it. One. I like that one, yeah. You know, we <laughs> like language, I like that. Decennial is still, have to figure out how to work that into more conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your last question is not a true or false. Oh. It is a multiple choice. Yeah one correct answer. Sweet. Okay. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to read five questions and one of these questions is a question that would not or will not be asked on the census. Okay. Please listen carefully. I am. First question, how many people live in your residence as of April 1st? Second one, 
is this a rented property? Do you have a mortgage? That's a double question. Sorry about oh. that. Yeah, but that's I say the that's the one. I'm gonna no, say. No, sorry. Yeah, that's the same focus. So, is this a rented property? Do you have a mortgage? Okay. Next one. What is your telephone number? Okay. Next one. What is your social security number? Oh. All right. <laughs> I think we just gave it away, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one. How is person A? related to person B in your household. Okay. So I'm going to guess the social security number one is the wrong one or is it would not be asked. 100%. Definitely. Definitely. Are you surprised at some of the other questions? Um, the home ownership mm, mm. seems interesting to me. Mm. Um, what about the relationship one? Like not necessarily uh, because, uh, you know, I've got I've got my father-in-law living with me, so I would mm -hmm. um, I would have to put him down, and then as as the person A, I'd have to say he's he's living with us, right? So that makes sense. So all the rest of them make sense. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely Social Security number no. Um, there are, there are, um, I believe there are nine questions, and again, to to plug census.gov, if you go if you go to that website, there there um, are some wonderful fact sheets. I'm, sh I'm pretty sure there are nine questions. Um, and most of them, like I said, it's about how many people live there, is it what type of property, and mm -hmm. the questions that they're asking are not for uh, you know all of the information is gar is is um, uh, privacy protected. Thank you so much. See, ten, once you get tenure, maybe the brain goes too, um, and that's an important aspect. Oh, that's a whole <laughs> that's other conversation. <laughs> But um, so all all workers, all census workers, uh, take an oath of privacy. Um, so all of your information is protected. But they, they what what is done with that information is really just information that will help us get a picture of our communities. So so I guess that's. I was a little surprised at the, um, the telephone number and the the how is this person related one. But uh, but yeah. So so that's it. So let's see. Matt Ramirez, how did you do on your census 2020 I got, quiz? I got one wrong and we had five questions. So I got five, four, right? So you passed. Yeah. So that is definitely good. And the first one was a funny one because it was the April fools that threw you, wasn't fools. it? Yes, it didn't seem right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I have to, so I have become that person at, well, parties anymore because we're not really doing gatherings, but I've become that person that, that people almost avoid now because I just keep spreading the word about the census. I'm like, did you know? Yeah. Can you share this with your students? My Facebook feed is just nonstop. Did you know? Did you know? So, um, and I think it is really important, particularly for our community, the adult ed community, to, um, to, to, to be aware that those under counted populations, they're very often some of our literacy students, some of our parents, uh, you know, so, so we really, really need to just be, be, be our own ambassadors for, um, for an accurate count of right. everyone living here. End of story. That's a great story. Can I, can I share? Um, Please. So I, I've, uh, I've almost been an adult. 17 years because my, <laughs> my, my son will turn 17 next year. 
Um, so yeah, nearly an adult 17 years, even though I'm should have been much longer before that. Um, Judgment. And, and uh, the one thing I'll say about the census that it for me is time consuming because it's easy to fill out. I, I do recall doing it last time, but the, the time consuming part for me was I, I consider myself um, uh, to be multi-ethnic, having a uh, mm -hmm. father and, and my, my mom is um, um, Anglo. So uh, so there's that challenge when I'm filling my form out. Then my wife is easy because she's she's Asian, but then I have to think, is she Pacific Islander, you know, being uh, her family's from the Philippines. So how do I, how do I, cons how do I mark her down? And then when I get to my kids, like there's just not enough fields for my kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but even with that, it, it still was what, 10 minutes, maybe. Do you know, Matt, you bring up, you bring up such a good point. So I'm also working with the, um, the, the subcommittee of, that, that serves the complete counts for, um, particularly for the Latinx community here in, in where I am in Eastern North Carolina. And it's so interesting. That question of race and ethnicity, it just, it, it's just problematic for, for so many people. The, the message that the census uh, folks wanna get out is, this is self-identification. So you put whatever you want. This is not a, uh, you know, let's, we're going to come back and check. Um, there, it, that conversation has also expanded to, particularly with transgender individuals. So when I'm identifying my gender, and, and the census uses the word sex, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I identify that, are you going to come back? Is it, is it, you know, because we give the message, it is a crime to not to fill out incorrectly, right? So it's more like it has to be accurately done. And then you're saying, ooh, so, so it, it, ethnicity, yeah, those, those demographic questions just don't make sense. There is something this year, I wanna say you now have, they've opened up more fields that you can fill, that you can complete to represent um, multiple ethnicities. But like you said, that still takes a long time. Takes a yeah. long time. Yeah. So, well, if there's a field there for mothers from uh, Kentucky, Appalachia, dad is from South Texas, and, and I was born in Nebraska, that's the perfect, that's the perfect <laughs> response. Perfect. You know, you can always write a little comment. Just say, this is the next one we need. <laughs> Because there's got to be at least one other person out there. Do you do you have a brother or sister? Yeah, but he was born in Louisiana. Oh, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a tribe of one. <laughs> oh. but, yeah, well, that's that's fascinating, and and again, so it, it uh, starts April first, but we should start seeing some documentation or or flyers or things like that now. Oh, can I throw in one more piece of info about that? And this is what I found a little confusing. Um, so depending on where you live, um, so I went to a meeting and I'm not going to say it was a really boring meeting, but it was filled with demographers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. Very nice people. Very, they really love numbers and locations on maps. So. Basically, they're, the, the topic for them to share with us was 
how different communities are actually treated a bit differently in terms of um, how they are um, asked to, to complete the census. So there are some communities that are going to be encouraged to fill it out digitally. There are some communities that they're not going to use the resources to, to encourage that way. Because, oh, okay. You know, so for example, very often rural communities um, that might have less uh, digital access. It is fascinating. So most people will get the mailer. Most people will then be invited to fill it out online. Everyone can fill it out online. Um, and you don't need to have that little magic key. You can just put in um, some uh, an identifying characteristic, usually your address, and you'll be fine. But yeah, so so if someone you know gets something and you don't get something, that doesn't mean you've been left out. Okay. Just means that you're that that the demographers at that interesting meeting um, yeah. figured out the the most cost-effective way to get you to complete that census. Yeah, so a little bit of micro-target marketing is going on there. See, I need we needed to have this conversation today so I could learn a new phrase, micro-target marketing. Right. Okay, that's what they did. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> For that one uh, Hispanic guy uh, who's half Hispanic <laughs> that was yeah, born in Nebraska and lives in Tampa. <laughs> One guy. Um, well, that's so. Uh, just to round out the conversation, when does the census end? Am I putting it on the spot? Do you know when it ends? I do, and of course, I've closed out that screen. So, oh, here it is. Mm -hmm. um, May through July, enumerators will be visiting houses. Um, okay. And I have another negative term. I have the non-responders. Right. So, so they'll be visiting, and um, they'll be visiting, and hopefully. Those enumerators will, will come from a variety of language backgrounds, of native right. language backgrounds, too. Um, I think the census is in 12 different languages. It's available in 12 languages. Um, but, yeah, so they'll be visiting up. And so that, that process will stop in July. By December, they actually have to deliver the number to Congress. I don't <laughs> – there'll be a lot of those crazed demographers working yeah. very hard from July to December, I guess. At that and and I can have I I'm sure you have I've done this as well when I've done research I appreciate the the results uh, there like I, I for my dissertation I remember going to their uh, to the census website and pulling tons of data um, more data than I needed and I think I got into a little uh, I lost myself a little bit just thinking wow there's so much stuff here. Um, so that's great that not only are they doing the work, but then they make that all available. It is. Oh, so that, that could be a whole podcast in itself. It's a <laughs> fascinating resource of yeah. information. And they've done, um, I think in, in more recent times, they've done a really good job of really translating it for us, right? So it's not just a bunch of charts and this. There, there, there are some fascinating resources, like you said, researchers, um, business owners. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's why it has to be an accurate count. Yes. You like how I finished up on that one? An that was nice. That's a, that puts a nice bow on it. So I guess that's it for today and the census. Um, hopefully I'll talk to you uh, before our next podcast, but if not, good luck with your uh, your altered, well, nothing really changes for you. You're still teaching online. I, but I need to give you the good luck. So good luck um, at the... <laughs> Maybe you need to make a, a write a book of the innovative strategies for homework sharing. 
Yes, uh, multi-generational family members. <laughs> oh, I can hear the title already. Oh, it's, it's Thank there. You so <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for, for chatting today, Matt. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. We'll talk again soon. See you, Christy. Okay.